Hello, everybody. Happy Wednesday. Happy Hump Day. This is Karina, your host and a creator of this podcast, Stroke Surviving the Odds. For those of you who don't know me, I suffered a brainstem dissection in March of 1999, uh, which led to a coma interlocked syndrome. So if you haven't listened to it, listen to my diagnosis and episode one. So today I thought I would do a little something different. Because of the nice weather and everything that's going on in the world right now, I thought that I would do a mental health checkup, both for you and for me. Uh, actually, uh, before I start, I want to give you guys, to all of you survivors out there, uh, young, older, uh, brand new survivors, unfortunately it just happened, uh, some of you are veterans like me, 5, 10, 9 years, okay, I give you so much prop, I am so proud of you, that not only have you are you a survivor but you are you are a survivor in this pandemic and it's crazy crazy so i applaud you and i think that's why i i really wanted to do that mental health thing because i wasn't affected last april when this whole pandemic thing started coronavirus i was not affected um, except the second week, I started seeing, wow, this shit is real. Like, I can't believe this is where we're at. And I started frantically to clean my, uh, to clean my uh, house and disinfect every surfaces. And, and then I said, I can't go on like this. Like, I felt like I had a, an earthquake going on inside of my body. Imagine when I had to go to Provigo to, or at the market to go buy some food and I had to be in public. It was like, I felt, I felt, I felt as if it was in another world that this was happening. But unfortunately, it's in our world. Uh, anxiety definitely hits everywhere at any time. We have no clue when it happens. And I know as a um, stroke survivor myself, how my mental health has been affected. Uh, Affected, I have, and I think that we should, as a survivor, have a good, strong mindset. If if, if, if we start, if you start the battle with a good mindset, at 75% of the time, you're always in an upbeat mood. It will be easier for you to deal with the 25% of those bad moods. It's totally okay, but mindset is everything. I think that is why I was able to push through so much of my depression and my my chronic depression, my chronic anxiety, my f- uncontrollable tears at some point, especially early on. Uh, I, of course, I got better as the time progressed. 
but it was it was still very very difficult so whenever i did have a low or even today still when i have a low it is so hard but i push myself to to really see the positive out of things so i thought it would be important to reach out if you guys anybody out there feels the need to consult absolutely i applaud you for it it's again a big reason why i was able to stay pretty upbeat because i immediately seeked for that help there's so much stigma and um taboo still around that oh my god and some people actually think that if they go consult even a social worker oh my i'm crazy i'm not you know they see it as such a negative and i can say that not only was i capable of talking out my negative feelings of different things and having to perform in my family dynamic and i felt dissociated for so long we're definitely going to talk a little bit more of this in another episode but everything you're feeling right now or you have felt in the last few years i too have felt so i i urge you to go consult and talk it out one big thing that i got out of it I learned how to manage it. I learned that's when I got kind of addicted to my to-do list. As a survivor, whatever kind of stroke you suffered, you will have some uh, repercussions. Even even me right now, I I'm having my own dilemmas to to deal with. So I don't want you to think that again it's all nice and chocolatey and rainbows and unicorns that is so not the case but I try to make it as positive as I can So my to-do list I cannot function without a to-do list One thing that I learned early on that uh, my social worker had told me she had given me a um, Was it my social worker or my occupational therapist? I think it was the occupational therapist. So for anyone out there, you can also uh mention this uh to yours if it's something that would interest you. It was a list with the days of the week and uh blocks of hours and you put every single thing you have to do of course if you go back to work if you have phys- physio if you have a dog you put everything everything but one big big thing you have to schedule some you time we are stuck so much in a survival mode i have been stuck for years guys for I was married 12 years with my ex-husband and uh it was uh, immediately after like 8 years of my 12 years he knew me as a s- stroke survivor. And for those 8 years I felt like I was the only one 
that was pulling on my side and everybody else was on the other side. It's the only way that I can describe and it was so hard to live with the expectations that I was because I'm walking and talking everything is honky dory. It's not the case. And it's up to you, the survivor, to get your point across. It is not the case. And unfortunately, I learned this at the end of my previous marriage, my first marriage. So if I can if if words that I talk about now resonate to you, maybe you can learn from my mistakes and you can try to salvage some of the relationships you have out there so much of again i was suffering with anxiety and depression in my own traumas that i've lived in my younger years and i had all these monsters in my closet and i had a stroke on top of that that's a lot for a person to deal with that is a lot and I'm still a mom, I'm still a wife and everybody thinks that I'm still this little princess that I was when I was 25. I'm sorry, but it changes us. But it's again up to us, the survivors, up to you to talk to your loved ones and make them understand that they have to stop comparing you to what you used to be. I remember I used to be a singer myself, a pre-stroke, okay? I was a singer. And I was constantly being compared, even at the Christmas parties at home when we would be 30 people and we'd be playing uh, this karaoke thing on. And I would hear my husband and my sister-in-law say, my ex-husband and my sister-in-law say, oh, Karina used to sing so well. My mom got into that. Karina used to sing so well. So I lived with this shadow on top of me. That I had to be that Karina. That I had to perform. That if I didn't sing. If I did not walk the way I walked. If I didn't sound the way I sounded. I was not whole. And it's bullshit. It's so... I hope that some of what I'm saying is, is, is resonating. I have suffered so much. I was super happy. I had a lot of beautiful, beautiful moments. And my ex-husband, I mean, he would have done anything for me and paid anything that I needed, which I know he's done also. But it's not about the money. It's about how we feel. And I don't know if you're like me. That you overfeel everything. That everything is intense. And living with that fear of not being who I was. Was killing me because I was in competition with myself. Which was not good. So you've often heard me say you have to mourn the old. And I'm only saying this to protect you. I'm on your side here. I know what you are going through. But the old you, I'm sorry to say, but the old you 
is gone. There is only the essence of you that is always going to be. So it's up to you to rebuild yourself. Like it was up to me when I got divorced, it was up to me to say, okay, this is where I am. This is where I want to be. What the fuck do I need to do? How many doctors and psychiatrists and social workers do I need to talk to to get better? Now, I talked about anxiety before. And I know that you have heard that exercise is a big anxiety. Um, it, it, it removes, I forget the words right now, Leo. What I want you to do is not physio. Not occupational therapy. What did you used to do before? Did you used to bike on the stationary? Did you do, used to do some rowing? Uh, did you obviously some swimming, some some basketball? Do something that you love, and don't think of how not good you are. Think of how good you are. You're not perfect, but. You're damn well on your way to be perfect. So when you do exercise, do something you love. Because that's going to count in your me time. Another thing that I've done a lot that I am still doing, I have dozens and dozens of um, agen- um, diaries. Uh, I don't spend a lot of money. I go to the dollar store. I spend two, three dollars on a nice diary. Something that that gets me that gets me tickled. I went through a phase where I loved my flowers, so I'd have flowers on everything. There's another phase that I had all leather. But whatever you do, do not. I repeat, do not get a black agenda or a black diary black is negative you want something that's going to make you happy those are little things that are making you happy i know that i go from one side to the next but as you know everything always ties up together at the end it's just that i have so much to tell you and And I'm proud of myself. I'm proud of myself that I brought myself to where I am now. My Really, my mindset has shifted immensely over the years. It plateaus for a while and then it changes. And the reason why it changes is because I'm changing it. There's no one else doing it but me. I'm part of a face group survive... Um, um, a Facebook uh, survivors group and I am so 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 lucky and I just love this community and the togetherness and some people that are new to this unfortunate event if you will comment and ask questions And yesterday I came across a post of a person X, which I don't remember the name, but he was saying that he was involving his young daughter to be, uh, to help him do stretches and whatnot. And he was wondering if it was okay or not okay. 
please, 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 yes. I'll tell you what. Excuse me. When I had my stroke, my daughter was 16 months. So this is the only way that she remembers me. The way I am now with my limitations, having a hard time going up the stairs, but I still do it and having to hold on because I'm f- afraid of, uh, you know, those uh, those stairs at the shopping center or in the metros or something. So this is the only mom that she's ever known. And what I wrote to the guy yesterday is absolutely involved your child because it, it teaches you're leading by example the resilience that you have the go-getter you don't give up those are values you're teaching your child these are values that I taught my child and it wasn't always rosy with my daughter obviously when in her teenage years it was difficult and because I was a I'll explain to you later, but I was a strict mother, I guess, when she was young. She had kind of negative feelings about that growing up, even though she understood that it wasn't me, but it was my sickness. But still, I was the one who was giving her shit or crabby or whatnot. But today, my daughter is 23 and I couldn't, I couldn't be prouder in the sense that she has developed so much empathy and so much understanding and she's always willing to help when she sees somebody that needs help those are values that I put in my daughter that I implanted in her in a young age and she grew up with those so even though mommy was different that's my favorite thing by the way being different uh, I went to all the field trips at school and the I was a lunch mom for many years at her school I was different I was I walked different I would talk different I have my left arm you know paralysis but everybody liked me because I was so upbeat but my daughter ended up liking me more and more because of my mindset because I was so upbeat and she saw that I was different and that it's okay to be different and actually I will add to that that being different is being unique and that's what we want in this world we do, I don't want to be like everyone else I want to be me and God damn it, if this is the way I have to be me, hey, so be it. So be it. So if there's two things today that I really, really, really want you guys, actually three things. Try to keep your moods up to 75%. Do your best, okay? And the low moods at 25%. Allow yourself to be in a low mood. It's okay. You need to go down in order to know what it is to go up. You need that. But don't drown yourself in that. Allow yourself a couple of hours, a couple of... uh, If it's one whole day, shut your mind off completely. 
Second thing is a to-do list. You, I can't function without a to-do list. The sad, because I was doing so much and I felt like I was doing skata. I was doing nothing until my occupational therapist made me write everything down and take notice of everything that I do in a day. So again, you might think it's nothing, but you write it down and the satisfaction you will get from scratching it out. There is nothing like that satisfaction. You will feel like you accomplished something. And the third thing is exercise. You are not a victim. You are a survivor. When you do physiotherapy, think of yourself as a victim. Because you're working towards a goal, right? I want you to be a survivor. So I want you to do something that you absolutely love. Take time for you. Because when you take time for you, you're better equipped to give time to others. And maybe have that conversation, really have that conversation with your family or your spouse or any loved one, anybody that you feel disconnected to. Lower your tone and say what's in your heart. And you, it's okay if you say, please stop saying that. Please stop comparing me to the way I was. I'm not the way I was. I'm better. You are better. I am better. Mindset, guys. Mindset. I, I've been like this my whole life. I think that's how... That's how I managed to get rid of all the... Not get rid of, but deal with all the shit that I've had to deal with. So... Um, I'm going to let you on that because today was a very loaded episode. I think this is the first time that I go for so long. <laughs> I love you. You are exactly where you're supposed to be. Don't give up. Hashtag never give up. If you go on Instagram and you go hashtag never give up, I'm there. I'm there a whole bunch. I'm going to be linking, of course, my Facebook, uh, sorry, my Facebook page for my podcast. So if you guys want to comment and uh, ask me questions, um, anytime that I po- that I make a new episode, I put it on my page, and you can definitely comment underneath that episode. And uh, I'm going to try to find you a PDF of that thing that I got from the occupational therapist because it's amazing. Anyways, that being said, I am going to let you go. Have a fabulous day. I'm always super happy to, to uh, spend time with you. And I will definitely see you soon. Bye-bye.